What is going on, podcast? Today we have a packed show. I think I saved, I think I said that the last two times, but today is no different. So we're getting right into it, friends. We're not, we're not gonna do the fluff. We're not gonna talk. We're not gonna, we're just gonna get right into the show. If this is your first time, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. If this is your third time, thank you so much for coming back. If this is your 150th time, Welcome, 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 welcome back, welcome to the show. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Xbox and why I think, and why a lot of people think actually they're in big trouble. They're in big, big trouble, at least this year. 2023 looks like it's going to be a huge year for Microsoft and Xbox, but we'll see. We'll see what happens next month with their games showcase. Um, I also discuss Overwatch 2, one of my most anticipated games, hopefully for 2022. I hope it comes out this year. And IGN recently put out a list of top 25 Nintendo Switch titles. So I talk about that as well. Um, If you're new to the show, like I said, hit subscribe. Other than that, we are getting right to it. So let's get things started. All right, guys, today's podcast, I am kicking it off with some Microsoft Xbox talk. That's right, my friends, in case you missed it, because this happened a couple of days ago, and video game news happens at lightning speeds, but in case you missed it, two of the major, major releases that Microsoft gamers have been looking forward to have been postponed or delayed into next year. If you don't know which two games it is, it is, um, if I want to, I, I want to say it was Redfall, um, which is like a vampire game. Actually, I thought it looked kind of cool. It was like a four, uh, four-person co-op game. I thought it looked pretty interesting. And if I'm not mistaken, it's made by the team at Arcane Studios, so they usually put out really, really good games. And the major, major one is Starfield. A lot of people have been looking forward to Starfield on the Xbox Series S and the Series X. And now it has been delayed, unfortunately. So I was kind of hinting at this in the past couple of podcasts. Hopefully, if you're not subscribed, make sure you hit subscribe. There's my shameless plug. I'm sure you'll hear more of it. But um, I, I was kind of hinting and I was kind of you know, get, getting, getting to, getting to this thought and it, it really kind of stood out. And a lot of people have been reporting the same type of deal. Um, if you're on YouTube and you follow pretty much any gaming channel, a lot of people have said, is Xbox in trouble, right? Is, is Microsoft and Xbox in trouble? And I think that they are for this year. Now, Next month, June, there's an Xbox Games Showcase, as well as a, uh, I think it's called Xbox Bethesda Games Showcase. So this little, this might be a little premature, but I'm going to talk about why I think that's, uh, there's like a perfect storm kind of against Xbox right now. And I'm super, super eager to see what they're going to be bringing out. Hopefully this year, I'm very eager to see if they have anything uh, big, you know, as well, maybe not as big as Starfield, but 
anything real big releasing later this year. Um, there have been a, a bunch of rumors that uh, that have been floating around, but maybe we'll report those. Uh, you know, if if we get some more, uh, I guess credible in uh, sources, right? So there's as of right now, there's not a whole lot of games coming out for the Xbox Series X um, and the Series S. There's going to be a bunch of third-party stuff, which, you know, it's third-party. There's I should say there's no big, huge exclusives, especially now that Starfield and this Redfall game have been delayed, especially this, you know, in, in 2022. 2023 looks good, right? And I even think IGN said, holy crap, 2023 is looking really, really good for the Xbox and, you know, the Xbox brand. Um, but there's been a lot of major titles that I think that are far off and that might not reach until 2023 or even 2024 for the Xbox. So I'm talking this year, I'm talking 2022. We need some big titles. So as of right now, as of this recording, there's not a whole ton of big, big games coming out for a big, big exclusives, I should say, coming out for Xbox. Again, that could change next month. We'll see what happens. So that's like strike kind of one against them. Strike two uh, regard is is regarding their uh, their competition, and that's Sony and um, Nintendo. Nintendo has gone on record, and I know the Switch has been out for like five years now, right? Five years going on. Uh, it's going to be coming on six years pretty soon. There is a ton of content. And a ton of games coming out for the Nintendo Switch. We got uh, two new Pokemon games coming out. Uh, there is Bayonetta 3. There's Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, there's rumored uh, Metroid um, Prime. Uh, uh, like a HD version of the first one. And also we have Metroid Prime 4 that's going to be coming out at some point. So there's a lot of good content coming out for the the Nintendo Switch system, and that's in stark contrast to what has kind of been revealed for the Xbox and its 2022. The other kind of perfect storm <laughs> involves Sony. Now, I personally have all three systems. Actually, I have an Xbox One, I should say. I have an Xbox One S. Um, I have a Nintendo Switch, and I have a PlayStation 5. I love Xbox Game Pass. Um, I really love my PlayStation 5, and I really, really love my Nintendo Switch. So Sony actually has come out and stated that they believe that the PlayStation 5 is supposedly going to become more widely available. Um, this, again, uh, it's recent news. Um, basically, Sony come out and says... You know, hey, it's going to be a little bit easier to find PlayStation 5 moving forward. Um, I will kind of believe that when I see it. Um, here we are two and a half to three years later, and it's still extremely, extremely hard to find a PlayStation 5 uh, <laughs> online and let alone in stores. Um, I have not, I have yet to see a PlayStation 5 system on a store shelf, um, and they have... A lot of good content coming out. They already had a big year so far. Um, they had uh, Horizon and Gran Turismo 7. Uh, that, that's already released. 
Elden Ring kind of, uh, well, that, that released on both systems, but Elden Ring kind of, uh, I would say, stole the show um, for all video games. But Sony can always come back and say, hey, we have Horizon, we have Gran Turismo. Oh, and by the way, the new God of War is going to be coming out too. So it seems like hype is still going for PlayStation 5. It's still very, very hard to find a system. And, um, you know, they, they, they seem like they can ride this hype through 2022. And if, if the PlayStation 5 is more widely available... I think that's just going to continue the hype for the system itself. So people are going to begin to see that the system is actually in stock. They're going to freak out. They're going to buy the system. And then I think that they're just going to, it's just going to be a vicious cycle that continues. So is Xbox in big trouble? Um, I would say maybe. Um, I, I would say yes, actually, to be honest. Um, to be to have more of a definitive answer. We'll see what happens. Uh, as always, we're going to be reporting what happens next month when Xbox and Microsoft and Bethesda, for that matter, uh, showcase their... Um, show, have a games showcase. It's a non-E3 game showcase, which is kind of funny, but uh, it's going to be Summer Games Fest and a lot. It seems like a lot is planned, so I'm eager to see what they decide to do and what they come out with. So... Um, let me know what you guys think if you're an Xbox fan or if you're not an Xbox fan and you are thinking that you're looking to pick up a Xbox Series system and you don't think you have anything to worry about, let me know. You can actually call into the show. If you have the Anchor FM app, you can download the Anchor FM app from, uh, like right now I'm recording my podcast right through my phone. Um, you can download the Anchor FM app, I think on Android and iOS. Download the app, then you can actually call into the show. Just look for my video game news. You'll find me, and then you can call into the show, and then I'll actually play what you guys think on regards to the Xbox. So I guess the silver lining is that 2023 is going to be very, very big for Xbox, but we'll see what happens for the rest of 2022. Up next, we have some more news about a high, high, la, hotly anticipated title. For, uh, for all systems. So stay tuned for that. In this segment, I am going to be talking about a hotly anticipated title. And that is going to be Overwatch 2. I don't know if you guys are looking forward to Overwatch 2 as much as I am. I loved the first one. Actually, I, I don't know why I stopped playing the first one, to tell you the truth. Here I am talking about how much I loved Overwatch, the first one. And I stopped playing it. I should, I, should, uh, I should give it a second go and see what's going on with, the, with, with Overwatch nowadays. But when the game originally came out, I pretty much played it for, I want to say, a year and a half to two years straight. I loved the mechanics, I loved the heroes, and uh, I just, I loved the game. I thought it was really, really good. But Blizzard is now set to host an event regarding Overwatch 2, um, the next PvP beta, and more in June. This is coming from Dot .esports. This is where I'm reading the uh, this wonderful news. So it states, the Overwatch team told players today that there will be more information coming about Overwatch 2 next month, which would be June as of this recording. And there may be even a new P 
PvP beta on the horizon that will be announced at an event that will be broadcast on June 16th. That is right, my friends. June 16th is going to be the day that we hear even more regarding Overwatch 2. In case you missed the beta, um, I have not played the beta at all. So I think it was PC only, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm very eager to see what they're going to show. I'm really, really, really hoping for a, um, a specific release date. And maybe, even maybe, a special edition for the game. Because I know I know Overwatch is going to be one of those games that I may want the big, huge special edition. We'll see what happens there. But the next phase of the open beta looks like it's going to be announced at this event. They're going to showcase what's going to happen. We will see kind of what, what happens from there. I have watched numerous people on YouTube and numerous people on Twitch stream the game and play the game, and I couldn't be more excited. It seems like the different um, the different aspects or the different characters in the game really kind of fill out their role. Uh, meaning, like the tanks are very tanky, and the, the you know it just it it just seems like they've been working and working and working on perfecting Overwatch. Over the past, what, five years or whatever the game uh, has been out. So now it looks like Overwatch 2 is going to just take what has worked and make it even better in the sequel. So super, super excited. I did have to share this because I'm a big Overwatch fan. If you're an Overwatch fan, get a hold of me somehow. As mentioned in the previous segment, you can call into the show. If you don't want to call into the show, you can get a hold of me. Uh, on Twitter, which is at MVGN. That is at MVGN. Up next, I'm going to be talking about Nintendo Switch. Um, IGN put out their list of top 20 Switch games as of right now. So I'm just going to read the list in case you missed the, uh, the story. Find out what you guys think about it, and then we'll conclude the podcast. Stay tuned. All right, guys, in case you missed it, IGN recently published an article regarding the Nintendo Switch and what they feel are the top 25 games for the system. Now, I'm just going to go through what they thought, and maybe you guys can respond. I don't, I don't know if you saw the, the news or the article. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you did. Who knows? Um We'll see. We'll see what goes on. <laughs> we'll see what happens, what you guys think. Nintendo Switch and the Nintendo Switch 2, or whatever they're going to call it, the sequel to the Nintendo Switch system, uh, have been in the news. There's been a lot of rumors, a lot of leaks, and I'm doing quotes like you guys can see me, but it's a podcast and you really can't see me. So there's been a lot of leaks as opposed, uh, or in regards to, I should say, the Nintendo Switch 2. Um, I have reported on the Nintendo Switch 2 or the Nintendo Switch Pro, whatever you want to call it, uh, a lot, to say the least. So rather than that, um, just know that more and more leaks and more and more information is pointing to a Nintendo Switch 2 as to when it's going to release. If I'm guessing, I'm thinking it's going to be next year 
We'll see. Who knows? Maybe Nintendo will announce the system as you're listening to this podcast. So uh, if you're looking for something to play on your Nintendo Switch system and you don't know what to do, here are, again, according to IGN, the top 25 games for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, 25 is Ring Fit Adventure. 24 is Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Keep in mind, we do have Xenoblade Chronicles 3 coming out, which looks really, really good. And it seems like a lot of people are very excited about Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which they should be. But it is nice to see that the game already is garnering a bunch of support. So, sorry, sorry. 23, Link's Awakening. Uh, 22 is Shikori, A Colorful Tale. I don't even know what that game is, to tell you the truth. Um, I have never played that game. So if you guys have played the game, let me know. I probably butchered the name. But if you've played that game, let me know and let me know what you think. Apparently, it is one of the top 25 games, according to IGN. Uh, SteamWorld Dig 2 is 21. Splatoon 2 is number 20. 19 is Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. That also has a sequel, and I'm super, super, super eager to hear where that's going to come, uh, or when that's going to come. I mean, where, like, is it coming this year, late this year? Is it going to be a Christmas game, or is it going to be a game that I'm going to be playing on my new, whatever, Nintendo Switch 2 next year? I don't know. Um, 18 is Mario Party Superstars. Yep, I have that one. 17 is Paper Mario the Origami King. Now... I have not played this yet, and I'm still looking into buying it. So I think lately it's been like 40 bucks. I want to say, at my local Walmart. But I have not picked up the title yet, so I may pick up that game very, very soon. Who knows? If I do, I'm sure I'll be letting you guys know, because typically I tell you guys what I've been playing recently, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be in a future podcast. So... Pokemon Sword and Shield is number 16. Uh, 15 is Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Monster Hunter Rise is number 14. Um, they have a huge expansion pack, if I'm not mistaken, coming out later next um, yeah, later next month. I think it's gonna be like 40 bucks. Um, and it's it's gonna be a big, big expansion. So it's nice to see. That they're still supporting this game because this game was huge when it released on the Nintendo Switch. 13 is Stardew Valley. 12 is Fire Emblem Three Houses. 11 is Slay the Spire, which actually I haven't played that one either. Hollow Knight is number 10. Celeste is number 9. Nice to see some indie titles represented in the top 25 uh, games for Nintendo Switch. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is number 8. 7 is Hades. Luigi's Mansion 3 is number 6. 5 is Metroid Dread. 4 is Animal Crossing New Horizons. 3, really, is Super Mario Odyssey. What could be 2? Okay, 2 is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And number 1 is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is arguably one of the best games ever created, so I could see why it uh, it was number one. I probably would have put Odyssey at number two. Um, I don't know if they went with like sequels. Well, they kind of did because they had Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on there, but if they were including like 
uh, Wii U ports. I wonder if they considered Captain Toad, and I wonder if they considered Pikmin. I don't know. Um, you know, I, obviously there's a lot of games that were on the Wii U that have been updated to the Nintendo Switch, so I wonder if those were included. So there you have it. That was IGN's Top 25. Um, if you guys disagree, you can let me know. I already told you how to get a hold of me. Uh, but get a hold of me on Twitter. Get a hold of me on here, Anchor FM. Um, but that is going to do it for this podcast, my friends. I'm really trying to stick uh, with a consistent release schedule for the podcast. So if you're not subscribed, make sure you hit subscribe. If you are subscribed, thank you so, so much. I really do appreciate it. Make sure you share it with a friend. Um, as of today, I already see some new new content that I'm going to be putting on the next podcast. So chances are I'm going to be releasing another podcast in the very, very, very near future. So make sure you hit subscribe. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. I hope you guys all have a great day. Bye-bye.